Hello and welcome to the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're glad you're here, where each week we talk about men's health and lifestyle. We do so with the foundation of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. If you don't know what keto is, stick around and you'll find out. The podcast will bring you real honest fun. Each week we strive to uncover the tips and tricks that you can use in your everyday life to maximize your overall health and find the clearest path to becoming the best version of yourself that you were meant to be. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris and as always, I'm joined by Jim and Alberto. How's it going, Alberto? What's new? Oh, just uh, dealing with the sloppy weather down here. I uh, finally got that blue Corvette, I've been, or Corvette, that blue Porsche I've been complaining about out of my life. And uh, in case anyone is curious, I can now tell you exactly what it costs in materials to paint a Porsche from black to blue. So if you guys feel like taking a stab at it, I'll be sure to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, a lot more than what, what, than, uh, than, than what you'd think, right? Yeah. Um, is it at least in the five-digit realm? Oh, it's it's. Uh, if oh you were my to gosh. include, if you were to include, and this is, and this is nothing fancy. But if you were to include the labor all day, <laughs> really? So, yeah, dude, it's 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 uh, it's ridiculous. And uh, this guy just had a black Porsche and decided he wanted blue. So there we are. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, man, no, same old, same old. Still uh, running strong on this carnivore streak and mm-hmm. still tracking, which is I don't know, in my opinion, fairly useless on carnivore because tracking is a gamble in itself. Then you throw in slabs of meat, and I mean, you're only going to get so close. But yeah. according to estimates. I'm up to 3,400 calories and I'm still leaning out and I don't really know if I feel like eating more. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're a freak of nature. You really are a freak of nature. Uh, Jim, what's new with you up there? I'm just going to laugh at that comment and roll with it for the night. No. Um, what is new? Um, variety of things that I hope we get a chance to talk about some of the uh, big news in the group over the last week or so in a couple of minutes. Um, other than that, um, actually a little bit of frustration. Um, been dealing with a couple of different minor health things for the last few months and having some sl- sleeping issues and whatnot. And I had, I messaged you guys about it venting the other day. Um, I'm, in a, uh, I'm in a town where there is pretty much... Um, a monopoly on healthcare, and I'm not going to get into the politics and everything like that. But I wanted to see a doctor that was referred to me by two different buddies of mine for similar issues. And the earliest I could get in, we're doing this in the first week of March. The earliest I could get in would be August. Um, so roughly a five month wait, kind of thing, and that just sucks. So um, I'm trying to figure out some workarounds and see if I have a friend who has a friend who has a friend, kind of thing, to figure it out and uh, see if I can make my way through. But all in all, not. A, uh, not too bad of uh, of life at the moment. Very cool. Yeah. How about you, sir? Well, Texas rainy, like uh, like Berto was saying. Luckily, I haven't had to leave the house much. You know, being that I work from home, so um, we've the the rain's been good for us. Lake Ducket this morning wasn't too terribly bad. So, you know, <laughs> no, right. I mean, considering the they were they were sounding like it was going to be like epic flooding, and then we yes. just got like five minutes of hard rain. <laughs> that was really about yeah, it. <laughs> that, that that really was it. It, it my my dog freaks out over storms and so uh she you know that that was kind of the the most uh you know eventful part of it is she was hearing the thunder rumble last night or this morning this morning and was you know trying to bark at it and we try to calm her down and finally she'd come and sit down then she'd go and 
she doesn't not she doesn't like fireworks, uh, thunder, or anything that would maybe possibly be gun gunfire. So mm-hmm. yeah, so it's kind of one of those things. And well, this is Texas, so gunfire does happen. Some it's, uh, it's kind of a celebratory thing for some. I don't get it, uh, <laughs> but that probably is because I'm an import, not a native Texan. Uh, anyway, uh, enough of that. So um, let's let's get into the news here because it, you're right. We've got some exciting stuff uh, here. At the beginning of March, we have solidified a few things that are uh, that have been in the works for quite a while. Where do you want to start, brother? I don't even know. So, I, I mean, we could talk about KetoCon. Mm-hmm. Do we want to talk about KetoCon first? Let's talk about KetoCon in a minute. Let's first okay. cover the the thing that's done and over with and what is on the way uh, in the form of swag. Our shirts finally made it to mostly everyone. Um, and uh, there's a few stragglers that I'm I'm waiting for final confirmation on. I sent out the uh, fulfilled emails. So it, uh, if there is anybody that hasn't received it yet... They should say, hey, you build me and you said it, you fulfilled it. I haven't gotten it yet. What's going on? Uh, so I should get follow up from from everyone soon if they if they haven't received it. And we'll we'll make sure that they get them. Uh, but uh, so our, you know, T-shirt number one. That's out there in the world. T-shirt number two. Did we decide exactly on which design? Did we decide stakes over shakes? Yeah, I think it's going to be stakes over shakes for sure. Now we're just trying to figure out how to not turn it into a multiple colored mm-hmm. screen print. Well, it's going to have to be multiple colored, but how to make it as few colors as possible, because obviously if it's more colors, it's more cost, which means yeah. that we got to charge more and we're trying to avoid that. So, so uh, I'm giving him creative Liberty mm-hmm. and he's just kind of playing with different options. And then he says, when he gets a few down, he'll get them back. To okay. Very cool. So we will probably start on that um, pre-sale before too terribly long. We're going to use a different platform for it this time around so that it will be a little easier all the way around, including shipping. Uh, so that would be a good thing uh, for sure to to be able to have that. Um, so that will be good. And, and I'm going to chime in real mm-hmm. quick. We had some guys in our group who, for whatever reason, missed the original sale. Mm-hmm. So those of you that are listening, um, you can follow the Keto Man's Club podcast on Facebook. You can follow our Instagram. The links are going to be in the show notes. They're all over. They're all over the place. So don't feel like you can't find us. Um, but we'll put information up for any of our listeners or whatever to um, have the opportunity to order a shirt as well. So don't feel like it's only for men in the groups, the private groups on Facebook. You, if you're listening to the podcast, you are absolutely eligible to get a t-shirt as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, the t-shirt number two will, will come uh, soon. And I'm not sure, you know, it, 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 we've got, we own the screen print essentially for the, for shirt number one. Uh, we, we may decide to do a, a limited run or of number two as well, or of number one as well, but uh, for those that missed it, but um, we'll, we'll see when we get there. What that that's we're still working out on some of those details. So let's uh talk about our, our legal news. So, um, when the Keto Man's Club started back three years ago, as we mentioned a few moments ago, this was just kind of a Facebook group and chatter and whatnot. And, um, if you obviously we've got a po- podcast now, we have our new uh subgroup TKMC Beginners on Facebook that's growing every day. Our group, main group, the Keto Man's Club, has 33, almost 3,400 members now from truly across the globe. And there's a lot of stuff that we have been working on behind the scenes, some new things that we hope to bring in the next uh, six months, year, and maybe even beyond 
on that as well. So um, the Keto Man's Club is now a legal entity. Um, I've got the paperwork finalized this week. And so we're going to do some trademarking and things like that, which is exciting stuff. Um, it's not for um, a profit, if you will, but simply to protect um, what we as a group, what the members have contributed and whatnot, just kind of protect um, the name, the reputation of the program and such. And uh, we're going to have some hopefully cool things happening in, uh, like I said, in the next few months. And um, it's just one of those CYA type things that has mm-hmm. to be done periodically. So, um, yeah, so it's that's another really cool thing. I don't think I have to pay taxes on anything at the moment. So <laughs> I'm excited about that. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Those of you that are CPAs out there, just disregard the last 90 seconds. Just move on. So you can hear anything. <laughs> Yeah, uh, t-shirt through that part of the part yeah. of the show. T-shirt number one did not make that much money. Uh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so yeah, we uh, yeah we've got exciting things with that front, and uh, it will be good to make sure that we own these um, these properties the way that that need to be, so that they can be protected and preserved and built uh, on a solid foundation. So that will be a, an excellent um, thing going forward. Then, lastly. Well, maybe lastly, Chris from the future here, I uh, just wanted to real quickly uh, mention that this particular section coming up, we didn't really know that that uh, the coronavirus is going to be as uh, impactful as it was. And we didn't yet know that KetoCon was going to be rescheduled for 2021. At this point, uh, for those who already purchased tickets, you're good for 2021. Uh, now just need to make sure that you make arrangements with whoever you uh, got hotel tickets or plane tickets or, or whatnot um, to see if you can get those deferred to a different time, things like that. There's been lots of uh, organizations that have been uh, working out uh, deals on all of that just to uh, make sure that they um, do right by their customers as best as possible. I just spoke with uh, the organizers of KetoCon actually uh, yesterday. Um, and they have some exciting things coming for 2020, uh, that are still in development, but that if you purchase a ticket to KetoCon and are going to be able to attend 2021, you're also going to get access to what, uh, 2020 it has in store for it. Again, there are a lot of details still to be worked out. So stay tuned. We'll make sure that you're aware. Uh, but there are quite a few things that they are doing right now to make sure that uh, even 2020 isn't going to be completely a wash. So while we hate to miss out on the opportunity to be able to be on the showroom floor, as you'll hear in a second, um, and d- d- record a podcast here this year uh, there at KetoCon, uh, we will continue to do everything that we're doing. And we love the folks over at KetoCon, Robin, Brian, uh, Rekka, the whole Keto Evangelist crew, uh, just all of them. They're great people. And by all means, we support them and love them. And uh, they've got our vote. So I'm going to go ahead and return to our previous conversation, but take all of this with a grain of salt that this was recorded in the past before the COVID-19 thing became quite as big of a deal as it has become and um, all of that. Anyway, uh, we'll move on now.
we've got KetoCon coming up. And the reason that that's exciting, other than the fact that we're all really excited to get to hang out with everybody, is that we have been invited. Uh, we're on the schedule even uh, for everybody to see that we will be recording a, a podcast live on the showroom floor of KetoCon. They have actually, uh, s- they're setting up a... Can pot- I just say that my stomach just turned a little bit when you said on the showroom floor? <laughs> How freaking cool is this? Yes. 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 It's so, so it's got to be really, uh, really fun. We're going to be able... There, it, people, it's my understanding from the information that I got from Robin and the organizers that um, we will have an hour and a half time slot. Uh, I've already talked with Jim and Alberto about what we want to do during that time. We'll uh, probably talk more about that at a later time once the details on it become locked in. We have our our, our guests uh, set up for that. The um, but we're, we're going to be able to have an audience, uh, I think. But we'll be in a semi-soundproof space so that we can record uh, quietly and have good uh, good quality, while at the same time be able to have people looking on and and like interact with some of our uh, our audience at the same time so it's going to be really really cool and the other cool thing about that is that we'll be in that time frame after the main convention is done for the day before the showroom floor has is actually closed so there's actually going to be plenty of time for men uh, and and women and anybody who wants to watch uh to to be able to huddle around there's a cooking demo at the same time that's like the only thing competing with our time so it's going to be really cool to uh, to get to see that that and and be able to uh, to do that right there at the tail end of the day on Friday uh, at KetoCon. So if you haven't gotten tickets to KetoCon, there are still tickets available. Uh, we have a link on our website, theketomansclub.com, where you can uh, buy tickets. Uh, they're still discounted and at least somewhat discounted until the end of March. At the end of March, they go up, and they'll be full price all the way through to uh, to KetoCon. So um, now is the time to move if you have not already. Um, there's also on the Facebook group there uh, for KetoCon, there have been some people that had early bird tickets that can no longer come, and they've been selling and trading and things like that. So. There are some options there as well, but they're very, very limited. I, I'm pretty sure that they're getting scooped up very quickly. So that's KetoCon. Any other news? Any? Uh, say well, we, we hit 3,300, right? We've well, yes, we've hit 3,300 in the group, and I just added a bunch more, so we're closing out on 3,400. Um, two other things with KetoCon: Alberto is going to be also part of a panel discussion. Yes, um, yes, at I am. The event on fitness. Um, uh, you want to share a quick little bit about that, sir? Yeah, I'm going to encourage everyone to go ahead and uh, go to KetoCon's website and look at the schedules. You see the names of all the people are going to be up there because it's it's quite a few people. Yeah. And then, there, then there's going to be this guy. <laughs> You're first on the list, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that happened. I'm guessing it's I think we're going to have a cheering section for you. We <laughs> oh, may yeah. Just have, oh, yeah. We may bring pom-poms or put your face on a stick and just wave it in the air kind of thing. No, we're I, fans I, of Alberto. I, whenever, <laughs> when, when, when I saw that and, and when I was thinking about that, I was, I was like, you know, we're just going to have to have a whole bunch of guys doing the who 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 thing you know <laughs> 
out cheer everyone. Yeah, it should much. be interesting because I, I by no means, I am not a health professional. I am not a fitness expert. I do not make my money working out or, you know, spend <laughs> full time amount of time in the gym. I, I like I was staying, like I've said before, I help automotive painters make more money. That's what I do for a career. And the, the, what I look at it is the takeaway is this, is, is if this dumb car painter can figure it out and get on stage with all these professionals, there's really no reason why you can't either. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. And, and you're up there for a reason, not just because we know the people that organize it and whatnot. You've made a name for yourself and you're doing amazing things um, in healing your, your metabolism and then using that to do some just your body's I said just call them physical feats yeah physical feats <laughs> freaks of uh, your, your body's just a freak of nature and it's an awesome thing so you know that that should be you should be able to provide some interesting uh, point of view uh, there in that panel a uh, fellow member Mike Gorman is also going to be on the stories panel on Sunday and that's going to be really good so if you weren't planning on staying until the end of KetoCon on Sunday afternoon you need to and support our man uh, Mike Gorman mm-hmm. because he is uh, he is going to be there and he definitely has a story to show uh, to share so that's uh, that's going to be really good uh, the other thing uh, Jim <laughs> I'm so excited about this mm-hmm. so we did this little push the last week of February and if you follow us on on social media and whatnot you probably were getting annoyed by the fact they're like hey go download an episode hey go down this load another episode mm-hmm. hey go down one load one more episode um, leap day this whole like the last week week mm-hmm. and a half has just been like a moment um, for the Keto Man's Club in so many different ways. So we have crossed 20,000 downloads for our show. Um, We are not even in our first complete year. Um, I was looking back through the archives a little bit, and about six months in, we had hit our 10,000. So three months later, we are at 20,000. We have just, the reviews just keep growing. The number of people who are impacted by the stories of the guys that come on the show and talk about their lives and talk about their successes and their challenges. So many different things. It's just been incredible. We got a shout out this week from Danny Vega on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Hey, go check out his episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. But yeah, 20,000 down loads it's awesome thank you thank you to all of the uh of our listeners who have uh just supported us in ways just either listening or sharing it whatever the case may be it's awesome yep agreed agreed we've uh we've got a, a special shout out to berto's mom who i know downloads like 14 times a week <laughs> and shares so, every episode <laughs> and i love it i cannot wait to wait to meet mama just to give her a hug and say thank you <laughs> she'll love it yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's been an exciting week on on all fronts. There, uh, if if the, if our listeners can't tell, we've got a lot going on. That's for sure. Um, okay, so let's uh, we we do have a guest, and yeah, he's believe been, it or not, he's been what? patiently. We've been talking for so long. Yeah. I feel bad for the guy. <laughs> uh, well, we're gonna get into his story and give him his due time as well. He's got an interesting story. Berto, would you do the do the do the honors? Yeah, so this will be interesting because uh, I just kind of blindly reached out to him and uh, he decided to partake and, and be on our show. And I mean, there's there's transformations that we've all talked about. Uh, this guy's this guy's transformation is a little bit different and extremely interesting. Uh, we, we literally, other than his name is Dan, know nothing about him. I stumbled across him on Instagram, probably just because of the way Instagram works. But uh, I'm, I, we should just let him get going. Uh, Dan, how you doing today? I'm doing good. 
So um, thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem at all. So I'm under the assumption that you're carnivore, but I don't know for sure. Uh, yeah, that is correct. Okay, so let's been, uh, go ahead. It's been about a year now that I've uh, been like it's quite strict carnivore. Anytime I deviate, it seems to kind of come back and bite me. So just been trying to stay disciplined as possible. And your version of carnivore, are you red meat carnivore? Are you just kind of eggs, everything included, butter, cheese? Yeah, no, I can't do eggs. Um, eggs would kind of make me break out. I'm not sure. Like a lot of people say they can't really handle the whites of the eggs. So uh, I might be able to handle the yellows, but I haven't really like tried that specifically. Um, can't do dairy really at all. Uh, even pork doesn't seems to set me off. So it's basically just uh, beef, fish and chicken. So let, let's real quickly, let's rewind quite a bit um, because we're kind of, di- I don't want to dive too too far into the deep end. Let's explain right. kind of uh, a little bit of your background. Uh, where are you in the world? And and uh, then kind of give us a little bit of the ramp up into finding uh, finding carnivore because I, I that's the part of the story that's completely a mystery from looking over your Instagram and whatnot. Um, I, I want to know more about how you got to the point where you... Uh, gave up the things that you gave up and and pursued carnivore okay yeah um well i've always had um like a bit of eczema like pretty much going back to when i was a kid um never really paid much attention to my diet just kind of ate like whatever i felt like type thing which was usually like you know kfc and chips (laughs) Mm -hmm. so uh not exactly a healthy eater uh for many years and um yeah i started my eczema was pretty bad when i was growing up but it kind of went away after a while and uh it was it was fine for quite a few years and then it started kind of cropping up again uh when i was i don't know around around 20 2012 or uh 2010 i think around there uh and so I went to a walk-in clinic and they prescribed me with, uh, they said it was like atopic dermatitis. So they just gave me um, some corticosteroids, uh, topical corticosteroids, uh, betaderm was what it was called. Um, it gave me quite a big uh, helping of it. And so I filled that prescription. The pharmacist actually kind of looked at me and was like, you should be careful with this because this can thin out the skin. And I was like, okay, sure. Uh, I didn't really think much of that just kind of thought he was you know just kind of covering his bases um so i went home used that uh it said apply as needed you know so i started using it like where i had outbreaks and then after a while the outbreaks kind of started moving to different parts of my body uh so i was just kind of chasing it all over so before before too long i was kind of using it everywhere and yeah it was just kind of getting worse and worse as time went on and uh then eventually I went to, um, I got, uh, I got my actual GP, like this other doctor was just a walk-in clinic doctor. Uh, I got my actual GP to take a look at it and he prescribed me with uh, clobetazole, which is a stronger topical steroid. Um, I used that all over and I used that for about six weeks. The betaderm I used for over a year. I'm not really exactly sure of the exact time frame that I used it. I just kind of used it as needed, like the bottle recommended. Um, so then I used the clobetazole. I used that for about six weeks. 
used it all over. It suppressed all of my symptoms. But then when I ran out of it, uh, I had a massive rebound flare that was unlike any eczema that I'd ever experienced in my life and uh, couldn't sleep at night. I had like a uh, really intense like itching, like a, a lot of people describe it as a bone deep itch. Um, yeah, insomnia, uh, chills, exhaustion, um, joint pain. Like uh, it looked like I kind of had like a chemical burn um and it felt like a sunburn like it just a sunburn that just wouldn't ever go away and uh yeah i was just up one night i couldn't sleep um started i was on reddit i think and on the uh, they have an eczema subreddit so i was kind of looking for some answers there i came across a video um with this doctor uh dr rapapore he's a dermatologist and he uh was doing this video about topical steroid withdrawal and addiction so if you use these drugs for more than like a few weeks you can your skin can become addicted to it because they don't really they don't really like do anything to stamp out the root cause of what's causing your skin problem they just treat the symptom so they'll just suppress the inflammation for a little bit but then once you stop it's you know comes comes back and uh it also ends up kind of thinning out your you know thinning out your skin like the pharmacist said to me um so yeah, then I started looking into this topical steroid withdrawal and it's like pretty horrendous. Like all those symptoms that I uh, mentioned along with like swollen lymph nodes. The worst part is like you have your skin's just oozing all the time. Like it's oozing fluid nonstop. So like you're I was like constant, like I could barely even sleep at night without putting like uh, some kind of like cotton swabs or something to kind of, um, you know, stop the oozing. And uh, then in the morning, it's like I'd have to rip all those off, which was pretty painful. And then I was taking like Epsom salt baths and stuff like that, oatmeal mm-hmm. baths to try and kind of calm my skin down a little bit. But uh, yeah, it was pretty it, I pretty much had to drop everything in my life and just kind of like, you know, deal with this. And uh, yeah, that lasted for about four or five years that uh, I'm still kind of dealing with some of the symptoms of it, but it's not like it was. Um, but yeah, around that time, like uh, me and my my girlfriend, she's my wife now, uh, we were we kind of started figuring that diet was probably at the center of this. So we started really addressing like gut health and stuff like that. And we basically tried like every diet that is out there. So we started with like vegetarian and just kind of, you know, we were eating like lots of beans and we were still having like cheese and stuff. So we didn't go like super hardcore vegan or anything like that. But uh, we cut out meat for a while. Um, but then it just kind of got we we were just hungry all the time and we were just finding it hard to kind of keep up with um, keep like getting enough calories and stuff like that. So we added meat back in uh, and then we were kind of doing paleo. We kind of paleo was kind of like uh, what we kept falling back to. Um, we did paleo for quite a while. We tried uh, autoimmune protocol. We tried the whole 30. Um, we did keto for a time, but we were kind of I think we were kind of dirty keto. Uh, we were having like lots of cream and stuff stuff like that and um yeah it wasn't it was we weren't really strict with it um but it was you know a lot more fat and stuff like that and my skin actually started like rebounding a little bit uh when we did that but then uh we just kind of found it was kind of hard to maintain at that point so we kind of went back to paleo and then uh i even went into a naturopath and they took some blood and uh did a blood allergy test for me 
uh, to check my IgG, IgG, IgE antibodies. I'm not exactly sure how it works, but uh, they basically test your blood to, against a bunch of different food samples to see what might be mm-hmm. setting you off. So I got that report back. I cut out all of the offending foods. I did that for about a year and a year and a bit and didn't really see, saw a little bit of improvement, but not a ton. And uh, yeah, like it told me to cut out red meat and stuff. Like all I was basically, all I basically ate for a year was um, like salads, mm. uh, soup, chicken soup, and um, like shakes. And uh, that was pretty much it. And so it was like very bare bones, but um, still wasn't getting the exact kind of, you know, it wasn't the silver bullet I was looking for. My hands were still really a mess. Like I had like cracks and cuts all over my hand that just they wouldn't heal. Um, And like my neck and stuff like that, like just basically, basically anywhere where there's like a crevice or a line on your body, that was like a cut for me. And it just kind of hurt to move overall. So um, finally, after doing that uh, elimination diet for a year of just trying with the allergy stuff, um, my wife was just kind of uh, like, maybe we should just try carnivore, like just try it for a month and see if that that helps. And I was kind of hesitant too because it seemed kind of crazy. Um, I didn't think it was like particularly healthy, but I'd been watching like lots of Jordan Peterson videos and stuff like that at that time. So I thought, you know, him and his daughter were doing it and seems to be working for them. You know, why not? So I did that. And within a month, my the oozing of my skin stopped. My hands healed up. Um, it was a pretty incredible change. Like it was it was unlike any other diet that I tried. Um, and yeah, it's just it like within a few months after that, I was able to get a job again. I hadn't been able to work for like the past four years before that. So my sleep started stabilizing like all this stuff just it was it was incredible like i kind of i got my life back because of it so yeah that's kind of where where i am now i've been doing it for a year now and yeah it's just i kind of like the discipline of it and everything and it's been it's been good That's amazing. Um, and and you, you took us through most of it. Uh, let's dig deeper into into some of the elements because uh, looking over your your blog, which you have, uh, let's let's plug that real quickly just to to make sure that that people know what is your your website, uh, your your blog, and what's your Instagram that people can see visually the uh, story that you just told us. Okay, yeah, my Instagram is um, itchy dan um, or at itchy dan. Uh, my uh, blog is itchydan.wordpress.com. Okay, very good. And and it's really he's done a Dan. You've done a, a very very good job of, of documenting everything, pictures, uh, monthly updates for the most part that I can see, and uh, really doing a, a a really good job of of chronicling your attempt to take control of the uh, of your body fighting itself. It seemed like, and so yeah. Um, now. I will say for for us Americans, we pronounce it eczema, and so for oh, people, yeah. <laughs> for, for those people that got confused there, that's what we were talking about. That's what uh, that was, um, right? Yeah, but, my Canadian showing there. Oh, it's it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, we've talked with Brits too, so it's all good. <laughs> so let's um, let's dive a little bit deeper, uh, Alberto. Do you have anything specific? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I'd like to just anyone who who shamelessly can show their progress. 
uh, the similar fashion like you have. Like I just applaud you guys because I mean, obviously you you've been having this for a while, and, and I think it's it's fair to say that it does have an effect on you. It does have an effect in the way you you see yourself and the way you think, and and how could it not? And, and yet you're still able to take the pictures, put them up there, and 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 also on top of that, the handle Itchy Dan is almost too perfect because <laughs> you read that and you're like, well, what's this? Then you start looking at the picture, and, like you can almost mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. your Instagram name as you as you go through as you start scrolling through the pictures and i was just completely blown away one day i just scrolling and scrolling and i was i'm like i couldn't believe it I'm like man this guy is insane like, he's just putting it all out there he doesn't care then you start seeing the 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 way before is where, where your skin was in real bad shape and then the, especially the pictures of your hands or you turn your hands over and it's like you've got like you're, you're almost like 100 percent back and, and that's amazing yeah and just to think I, that, I can't believe it sometimes and just to think it's, it's it was food so and i like i had my own autoimmune issues i've, I've talked about it all the time and that's why i stick to keto and i'm currently on carnivore trying to eliminate a few variables that have my stomach kind of doing weird things but what was the feeling like for you i know what it was like for me when you change your diet and all of a sudden things start changing for the better yeah it's insane it was just uh like I couldn't believe it. Like there was times where I'd walk by the like I'd walk by the mirror and see myself and be like, I can't believe that like my face looks like this. You know, like it's it's normal again. And uh, yeah, it's just been like I, I've kind of struggled with depression for a lot of my life too. And that kind of it's not like it was. You know, like I don't I I don't really get that down anymore. It feels like you know I still have like kind of rough days, but you know it's it's not like like it's not hard to get out of bed anymore type thing it's you know it's more you know you're looking forward to the day type thing so let me ask you dan um was this was the eczema um something that was throughout your family because i don't really know where it comes from you mentioned that you've been dealing with this with this for a number of years but was this a genetic thing is this just the autoimmune i don't want to say just autoimmune but what's the history behind it for you yeah my mom has it as well um she would she would always complain uh, when I was growing up that whenever she'd have like bread or something like that, she, her hands would always get bad. But I don't think she ever really connected the two. Um, she eventually realized that she had celiac uh, disease. And like, I, I think a lot of it comes from that, you know, um, I'm trying to kind of get her on the carnivore bandwagon now, too, to see if that helps her. Um but yeah, it, it does. There is a, a family link in there. Like I have a family predisposition to it for sure. And then um, obviously you found some strong results and positive growth from all of this. Um, social media, obviously you're very well familiar and everything. Have you shared this with other people? I mean, are you in like Facebook groups that deal with this illness or anything? And have you heard anybody else that's gone carnivore or even like on a keto style that it's given them some strong results? Uh, there's been a couple people I've talked to that, uh, yeah, they tried it and it seemed to help them as well. Uh, I'm not, there's a, a few, there's like a topical steroid withdrawal Facebook group and stuff like that. I haven't been real active on there lately. Um, after a while, it kind of got like a little bit depressing, <laughs> to be honest, just like, <laughs> cause like every day it's, it's like you go there and it's somebody that's brand new to it. Just talking about like how horrible they're feeling and stuff like that. So when I was feeling horrible too, it's like it kind of just compounded it. So I kind of had to uh, stay away from that for a little while. But sure, yeah, I probably should go and report my progress because it probably could help some people. No, it'll go one of two ways. I promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people can be pretty touchy with the uh, diet suggestions too. So it's you 
never know oh. what you're going to get. Have you been in other keto groups on Facebook? <laughs> Spend the next hour going on like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's one, one of the many benefits to our group is that we don't uh, do much focusing on which version or variety of keto you do. We just are men that do keto. And so there are not many, uh, many overwhelming conversations regarding uh, all, all of the uh, minutia that could be, you know, that, that does go on every day in a lot of other groups. So we're, yeah. we're blessed with that. So you've obviously had friends and family that have seen this difference. You've gone back into the workforce. Uh, what What's their reaction? What, you know, when you tell them what seems to be making the biggest difference, are they, they shock and awe or, or what's going on with that? Yeah, they're pretty, pretty shocked. I mean, they're really happy. Um, but yeah, like I have some friends that, you know, they're, they, it like, that was kind of one of the best indicators too, that I was getting better. Cause sometimes I would be thinking kind of like, is this just in my head? Like, am I actually getting better? Like this can't be working possibly, can it? But then like, I'd see some friends and they'd be like, wow, your skin looks amazing. Like, looks like it's healed. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's kind of, you know, reassuring. And then just telling them like, yeah, like I've just, I only eat meat now <laughs> and that's what's working. And they're like, they're pretty shocked, but at the same time, you know, it's like, can't really argue with results yeah that's what berto says regularly because people look at look at him and they, they're like mm, well mm, mm. <laughs> there's there really isn't much that you can say about it uh there isn't much that you can say so you've you've uh, built a following on your blog you've built a, a a little bit of a following on your instagram um are you having other people dealing with similar issues uh reaching out to you at this point or or is that the goal of trying to get the, the word out there um once in a while people will will hit me up um I'm a little bit hesitant to kind of give advice and stuff like sure. that just because I'm not I'm not really an expert. Like I've done quite a lot of research on this and I always am trying to learn more. But at the same time, I think everybody's different and everybody responds to things differently. I think like I know the gut biome is, you know, it's so varied mm-hmm. amongst different populations and everything like that. So it's like it's, it's hard for me to give like exact recommendations for people. I think meat is pretty essential to a healthy mm-hmm. diet. Um but yeah, like for the most part, I, I just tell people like, just don't, don't eat sugar. Don't like try and like limit like seed oils and stuff like that. And like refine uh, grains and, you know, start there mostly and try and just eat like real food, like meat, uh, vegetables, fruit, you know, start there. And then if you want to go further, go further. But yeah, up, at the end of the day, it's up to them. Absolutely. Um, you've made quite the physical transformation as well. When you started this, uh, you even commented on one of your one of your early posts uh, saying look at this bod uh you know this this has to change what has that been have you done a lot of working out to lean out the way that you have what what's that been like from your perspective uh not a ton um i do like body weights like i just have like a pull-up bar and some rings so i'll just do like some dips and pull-ups and stuff like that um my job's quite physical. I end up walking like probably like nine kilometers a day. I'm not sure how many miles that is. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I'm lifting heavy boxes all day. So um, 
kind of get a bit of a workout in there. It's not like completely structured, but uh, yeah, for the most part, that's just kind of just kind of living life and sure. kind of working out that way. <laughs> so numbers wise, like what was your, your heaviest weight? I know that, that it looked like most of your weight was the, the belly fat that, that, that a person would have from sedentary uh, life and, and things like that. Uh, what, mm-hmm. what, what did you start out with weight wise and, and what are you down to at this point? Um, I think I was around 180 or so. Um, I'm re- I'm hovering around 135 now, which is like I would like to put a little bit more weight on than that. But um, yeah, it's it's been how actually, are you? Uh, five ten. Okay, very cool. Jim, how about you? You've been quiet for a little while. Well, I'm just I, I'm still kind of taking all this um in and thinking about the the eczema and the diet thing because I'm thinking back to some of our other podcast episodes where we've seen the positive effects of keto on aside from the normal stuff that we talk about the weight loss and mm-hmm. mental fo- getting rid of mental fog and all those other kinds of things um what I'm well no, the most important question that I would like to ask at some point tonight is how in the world did you get such a freaking killer beard because <laughs> you know <laughs> that's hard to say I just just keep growing it because <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the pictures like dude has that beard is kind of awesome so um, <laughs> thank you <laughs> it's all good it's my pride it's and joy <laughs> <laughs> um tell me talk tell us a little bit about what carnivore is for you in terms of like your meal plan what are you eating during the day how often do you eat um you know how hard was it for you to adjust from the previous way of eating so to speak okay yeah um yeah it's definitely been like a long transition for sure um like doing like elimination style diets that can be very challenging uh just because you kind of start realizing how addicted you are to food and how much of like I, I realized how much I comfort ate you know which I never really thought I did but then once you actually kind of start limiting like what you're eating you realize like how much you actually do that and for me it was you know quite a lot and uh I'd constantly just be like kind of like replacing like different snacks with other snacks you know so like I'd cut out chips and then I'd replace that with like peanuts or something like that. And then I'd replace peanuts with like sunflower seeds. And then now it's kind of like uh, beef jerky. But for the most part, uh, I usually start the day with like a broth, like a bone broth. Um, and uh, then I'll usually not really eat anything. I'll do like try and do like some intermittent fasting until noon. And then I usually bring when with uh, me to work for lunch, I'll bring about like 10 to 12 ounces of ground beef, uh, usually bring some like extra fat or something like suet or bone marrow to kind of mix in there. And then uh, I'll bring a couple ounces of beef liver, uh, grass fed beef liver and kind of just scarf that down and try not to taste it too much because uh, not not a huge fan of the taste, but huge fan of the vitamins it contains. Um, and then usually get home and then we'll either have steak or uh, something like that, like either like sirloin, like we'll uh, kind of slow cook it in a broth and then kind of have that as like a stew or just more ground beef if we have to or yeah just kind of whatever (laughs) (laughs) beef beef and more beef yep (laughs) for the most part so how did you um how did you i was trying to however this how did you come to the conclusion that of the what meats did and didn't bother you what were you what what symptoms were you experiencing like when you realized that you couldn't do eggs and that pork was bothering you stuff yeah i would just find that my skin would kind of start 
oozing a little bit again. And I'd get really itchy in certain areas, like my shoulders and stuff like that. And they'd, they'd get really red and inflamed. So yeah, that would always happen. Like it would always happen a few days after I ate whatever the food was that set me off, um, which is the, the big tricky thing. That's a really tricky thing when you're trying to like eliminate food allergies is, you know, you don't really get the symptoms right away. You usually takes like two or three days before they start manifesting. And then you kind of have to, that's why it's so hard to like add things back in because you really got to like isolate every food and then wait for like a week to see if there's any changes before adding anything new in. That's crazy. And so uh, as far as trying to get the organ meats in, like uh, we need we need tips on uh, on doing that because, yeah, everyone could definitely stand to eat more and I sure don't. So <laughs> yeah. if you could, if you could offer any advice on, on the organ meats and what your experience was with the organ meats and, and are you eating them? Did you find a way to make it palatable or you just scarf them down for the nutrition or sc- how are you going about it? I scarf them. <laughs> I scarf them down. <laughs> I just like grin. Like it's not as bad anymore. The first time I had beef liver, like I could... I, I wouldn't be able to smell it. I would just like without, you know, almost vomiting. So, but now I just, you know, I'll, I'll bring some, we usually, we usually cut up uh, a bunch into like kind of like little bite-sized pieces as pretty much as small as we can cut them. And then uh, I'll, we'll, we'll freeze a bunch of them and then I take them to work and I usually have them in a little Tupperware. And by the time I'm ready to eat my lunch, they've kind of thawed out a little bit. So they're not so dangerous, I guess, to, to swallow whole. And then I'll just I'll just swallow it with water, and uh, that seems to be working. <laughs> Dan, you're making this real appealing to our listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, you can do a pate as well. Pate is a lot a lot more uh, appetizing for the most part because you can kind of like put it as like a spread or something like that. Um, but just more of a process. I'm just kind of lazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just I, and then, I, I know that smell, and that just not does not sound appealing. As you yeah, your it's description. rough. So, yeah. <laughs> It does get easier uh, as you uh, adjust to it. But yeah, it's uh, definitely it's something I just kind of I try not to think about it and just try to I, I just kind of I, I think about it like it's a slimy vitamin, you know, <laughs> I, I have I have some some calf liver in the freezer that I've I did one sliver of it, you know, swallowed it raw, you know, slightly thawed, just like you were talking about. And uh, I tried to go back and get the motivation to do it again. And I just couldn't. So <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Believe me. <laughs> so the um and and what other organ meat are are you you kind of mentioned some of it? You know things that that don't come up on a normal plate. What what are some of your other favorites that have come up and 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 that you've incorporated that you may have seen a little bit of a difference because of incorporating? Um, mostly just the beef liver. Um, I think that kind of covers a lot of your bases. Uh, nutrition or like nutrient wise um we do heart a bit uh what we we've been making pemmican with it um so yeah we we get like we'll just kind of dehydrate it and then we'll get like some sirloin or something like that and we'll dehydrate that as well and make jerky and then we'll kind of like grind it all up together and add some fat and some bone marrow and then uh my wife puts them in these little kind of like uh like cupcake type of uh things and then we freeze that and they stay they stay good for quite a while and then I'll bring some of those to work and they're they're pretty tasty actually um and quite filling and i was somebody was posting on instagram or something like that that the that's actually what the mongols used to live off of quite predominantly um back when they were conquering <laughs> the world uh <laughs> they're basically just living off of pemmican so i thought that was kind of cool 
That's interesting. It's not, that's, that sounds a lot better than the raw beef liver. In a while. <laughs> yeah, it, I, it definitely mm-hmm. is. I had um, heart, beef heart, uh, actually, antelope heart meatloaf while I was at the uh, Keto Savage Complex. Uh, and oh, uh, nice. he has that recipe up on his YouTube channel. Uh, it was it was very like it's a very different uh, texture. Uh, he was hoping originally he was going to do the, a, a stuffed heart, uh, but they had already sliced it into two or three different chunks. And oh, yeah. Uh, and so it was kind of one of those things like, OK, let's do something different now <laughs> and so we uh we, it was it was really good that was a uh, a time that i got to help filming on all that it was good yeah it's it's a bit different texture of a meat it's a lot lot tougher um i'm not a huge fan of it just on its own uh but in the pemmican you can't really taste it at all it kind of just blends in so it's nice you're gonna need a recipe no. for that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you check uh, my wife, she pretty much handles all of like the kind of recipes and stuff. Uh, Carnivore.Kelsey on, at it on Instagram. Um, oh yeah, yeah, her, yeah, yeah. She's got way more followers than me. She's got she's blowing up. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, so uh, yeah, she's she's great at like documenting all of our meals and all of our meal prep and like writing about like how we do it and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely check hers out. It's way more informative. <laughs> What about, um, we talked about food. Um, what do you drink? I mean, obviously water, but anything else you, that you... Yeah, just just water and bone broth. That's uh, basically what I've limited myself to. How how has, I mean, obviously we talked about the eczema and how that's impacted your health, but what else have you noticed going carnivore as, no pun intended, hardcore as you have? What else have you found to be the benefits of this way of eating? Um, I kind of like just... Uh the uh the the simplicity of it more than anything because a lot of times you know before when we do meal prep and stuff when we were eating like paleo and stuff like that like our grocery list would be very elaborate and long shopping took like you know quite a while we'd have to go to like three different stores type of thing to like get all the ingredients that we would need and uh now it's just you know you go to the butcher shop pick up what you need for a couple weeks and then you know what you're eating like it's a that's probably the thing i like the most about it is just the simplicity aspect of it um and then just the discipline and what um I mean, we're not. We don't need to go back down that liver train. I've I've heard enough of that. <laughs> so what what is your what is your favorite thing that you found to eat on this carnivore way of eating? Uh, I really like ground beef. I eat it every day, and for some some reason, I just never get tired of it. Um, as long as I put like enough fat in with it, it it always hits the spot. Uh, bone so are you doing like has burger, really... burgers with the ground beef, or you do do you even vary it? Or I guess I'm I'm kind of going at the do you need variety and what you're eating yeah i'm pretty simple like i i don't really uh i'll just as long as i'm full i'm happy (laughs) so uh yeah uh i usually just uh i'm a real big fan of bone marrow now i never even thought about it before but after we started adding it in to stuff it's just it's so filling and so yeah it's just delicious so i'm gonna ask a stupid question and i'm prefacing that i know that i'm asking a stupid question you go to the butcher i've never done this so when you go to the butcher shop do you ask 
ask for bone marrow or how, I mean, is that something that's on the menu, so to speak, or how do you get that? Yeah, they're usually in the, in the frozen section. Um, they usually have frozen bones and they're about, I think like seven bucks bag or something like that. Or you can get them from, uh, yeah, the great thing about this diet too is, um, you can get like quite a bit of stuff for like cheap or free, like, cause nobody wants to eat liver. <laughs> so it's like, you know, Amen. three bucks a pack or something like that. And then also a lot of times they'll just give away fat, like the fat trimmings from beef. Like that's like gold to us. So we take it home and we'll make a uh, uh, beef tallow and stuff out of it and all kinds of uses that we can do for that. Um, yeah, it's uh, the bones are a little bit pricey, but, you know, it you can make quite a bit out of them as well because you can cook them and then you can scrape the marrow out and then you can boil the, the bones and make a broth out of that. So kind of multiple uses out that you can get out of them. Okay, I'm going to keep asking questions then because now you're like, I'm getting into the ripple effect here. So if I go to the grocery <laughs> store and I buy broth, is that not the same thing of what you're you're doing? Or, or um, is, it, I think it is. Uh, I'm just, you know, uh, I'm really like looking out for any kind of food sensitivities. And oh, sure. Basically, the, the big thing that I've found is if I don't prepare it myself, I'm taking a risk. So like even like the broths and stuff like that you get like Whole Foods or something like that, like I'm sure they're fine, but they usually add like spices or something to them. Mm -hmm. um, and I just I'll, I just never know unless I was the one that prepared it. So I just usually go better safe than sorry type thing. No, it makes perfect sense. I was just trying to figure out, you know, for our listeners who are thinking, hmm, this is kind of a, a new way of doing things. Well, if they don't, you know, rather than jumping all in, can they kind of start the ball rolling by buying store-bought bone broth and things like that? That's what I'm kind of wondering yeah. about. Okay. Yeah, like I would say it's probably fine as long as, like, I'm pretty sure I was metabolically damaged um, or, like, had, like, some sort of gut damage where I just wasn't digesting things properly. Mm -hmm. uh, so like for me things like that w would set me off but if you're relatively like healthy and not seeing any symptoms like that like i'm sure i'm sure that stuff's fine but if you want to go all the way then you know cook a chicken carve it throw the bones in a slow cooker <laughs> and then yeah. add some water then you Do got your yourself a broth are you using in an instapot for any of that stuff to help that speed that along or oh yeah yeah that is almost always on yep. <laughs> at our house <laughs> wow, i bet i bet Those things are amazing i just got one so i've been spoiled because i've been making a one of our members uh john lesko who apparently i talk about a lot lately actually sent me a recipe and uh for his uh his collagen chicken bone broth he calls it and then so we, i got myself an instapot and you know the first time i made it was in a crock pot where you gotta let it sit in there for like 48 hours and it was good and i'm like okay that was fine but i gotta make this you know every couple of days it's kind of old so i got an instant pot and then yes yeah, three hours later i was like wow this is amazing <laughs> yeah yeah you know, it has so many uses too i mean you can you can make it like you can make yogurt in it there's so many things that you can do with it so uh we you know now berto actually highlighted this in the group and on his instagram i think uh today that he he had some money saving tips uh that he found uh when he went I, i'm sure to our local meat market here in Hutto, texas um what what are some of those you've kind of mentioned them already but what was kind of the way to make this because i know like everybody i know says well vegetables are cheap meat is expensive how do you afford to eat meat all the time so how do you afford to eat meat? Yeah, I mean, it is pretty expensive. Um, but 
I mean, I got to do what I got to do. So we kind of just make sure to put our money towards that. Um, I think it, we kind of, I've been trying to track our, our, uh, how much we're spending overall. And for the most part, we spend about $20 a day, I would say to eat, which isn't too bad. Um, I think I was spending probably around the same amount, like in previous diets as well. When I was eating like junk food, like forget about it. Like I, you know, usually go to Wendy's like at least once a day. So there's like 15 bucks right there. So, uh, yeah, it's, not too bad overall. I like. I think the big thing with eating meat is you don't need to eat like as much to get as full. Mm. Whereas when you're eating like vegetables and stuff like that, it's usually like you kind of want to eat more to kind of fill up and get satiated. Whereas if you eat a steak, it's like you're usually good, you know. So uh, it kind of works out pretty good that way. But some other like money saving things, like yeah, like if you ask for beef trimmings or fat trimmings from like your local butcher, they'll usually just give the give you them for free because they're just going to throw them out anyway. Um, I don't know how much longer that's going to last. If more people keep jumping on this carnivore train, they're probably going to have to start selling it. But uh, for now, it's you know it's good times. Um, we go to Costco quite a bit uh, and we'll kind of pick meat from there sometimes if we need to. Um, I prefer to eat like grass fed if I can, but that's usually a little bit pricier. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, yeah, those I, I'd say go to your butcher shop for the most part and see what you can get there. Yeah, well, and you also got to sorry, I just want to throw this comment real quick, but you, you also because, you know, it's almost the same for me. I, I go in and out of carnivore, which now I consider myself extremely lucky, like compared to you. But, but uh, I mean, you also got to consider quality of life. Like, is it cost a little more money? Like, yeah, but, but what is your quality of life worth? You know? Exactly. And, and, yeah. and when you when you put it in for me personally, like the, the amount of money I was spending on medications every month that I'm no longer spending money on, like you got to factor that in too. Like, yeah, I live a normal life now. I'm not chained to a bathroom like a lot of people that have the same thing that I have are. And and you you can't put a price on that. It's just you know to live a quote unquote yeah. normal life. Like I don't care if it would cost me twice as much. I would figure out a way to make it happen. Yeah, and if you're taking medications and stuff like that too, I mean you know they aren't usually that cheap, right? So <laughs> and they usually come with a bunch of side effects that end up you know sometimes in my case the side effects were worse than the original affliction. So yeah, yeah. I mean, and the way I always tell people too is like, look, I mean, it's a diet change. If you look at the side effects of the pills they got you on, a diet change, I promise you, is going to have less side effects. Like, it, it's, I think to me, it's, it's, I mean, I'm sure for you, it's an easy decision. You know, some people struggle with this kind of thing, but like to me, it, it's such a simple decision. Like, why would you not try it? Like, it could be so simple if you gave it a shot. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, you kind of got to, everybody's, I think, has got to get there on their own type of thing where it's just you get fed up with being, you know, in pain or discomfort or whatever, you just got to get fed up with it. And then that's like the only thing that's going to kind of snap you out of it to try something new. So let me ask you one more question here. Um, talking about all, I mean, you obviously are doing great things for yourself. And as you mentioned, you're doing it at home. What do you do when you go out? What do you do when you go on vacation? What do you do if you're gone away for a weekend or something like that? Are you, I mean, you food prep as best you can, I'm sure, but there's some instances where you can't do that. Yeah, I'm definitely a lot more boring than I used to be. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) When I was making this like change initially, I basically just became a hermit and like, uh, you know, quit drinking and all that stuff. So kind of had to, you know, limit a lot of my going out with friends and stuff like that, because I would just end up kind of relapsing and, you know, making bad decisions. So, you know, you kind of got to I had to kind of step back from all that and kind of like just change all my habits and everything. 
Um, but uh, yeah, when we go on vacation and stuff, we'll usually um, we'll bring like a like a hot plate or something like that. Or if one if we can't find one, uh, we'll bring one. Um, and then we'll just like go to you know like a butcher shop or whatever, and then just like grab some steaks and then cook them up on the hot plate. And or uh, we discovered last time we went to uh, the states, we went to Fogo de Chao, and that was insane. It was like the best thing ever because they just bring you meat on skewers, <laughs> and uh, you know a lot of people fill up on the the salad stuff mm-hmm. like that. They looked at us like we were crazy because like they just kept bringing us meat, and we were just like, "Yep, yep, come on, more." <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, bit pricey, but you know we were we were very satisfied. Yeah, people like Alberto and and you guys probably can actually make your money's worth on on a Fogo um, Fogo trip. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I attempted when when we had a, a keto meetup here in uh, the area. I went to the one here just it's about five minutes from my house actually, and uh, I ate all the meats as much as I could and uh, had a lovely conversation with Chris Irvine, uh, which was uh, which was uh, uh, which was excellent as well. Uh, but yeah, it was. A, uh, it was a great time, um, and those those types of restaurants are amazing. But yes, they're not cheap. Uh, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a once every once in a while type place. Well, I think that's pretty much all the questions I have. Did we miss anything? We we really didn't dig into a lot of the the side effects. You kind of glazed over them pretty quickly, and probably don't want to dwell on them any more than necessary. But the steroids <laughs> were not good. It's safe to say that much. The steroids were not good term. Um, yeah. They're they're pretty um they're pretty powerful for sure and it kind of it it sucks when uh you have like a skin ailment like that because uh I don't think they really know I I don't think like they really know how to treat it at all they're just trying to like get rid of the symptoms so they just they keep treating the symptoms but it the kind of gives you more symptoms and kind of keeps making things worse. And but then you just kind of get stuck in this medical flow chart where it's like, you know, there's nothing else they can really do. So yeah. they just kind of keep giving you more and more corticosteroids until you're on prednisone forever yeah. type thing. Oh, geez. And every uh, dermatologist I went to, I went, I've seen about like, you know, a handful, like probably more than five. And every one of them gave me the same options where it was like you can either do um, you can do the corticosteroids. We can put you on immunosuppressants. Or we can give you UV therapy, or we can give you uh, like experimental jack inhibitors that like kind of modulate your immune system as well. And you know they don't even know really what the long term side effects of those things are going to be yet. So you're really kind of rolling the dice. And I tried UV therapy; um, it was horrible for me personally. It works for some people, I think. I think that's the least invasive of all of the things that they can offer. But uh, that was one thing uh, a symptom I forgot to mention was i had extreme photosensitivity where if i was out in the sun for about like 10 minutes i just burn all over and it would just be i'd be a mess for for like a week after that so i was kind of living a vampire like lifestyle for quite a while as a as a redhead who will turn into a lobster if i go to (laughs) south padre for more than five minutes um i total total understand there's a like there must be a hole over the ozone in in the ozone layer that like focuses on south padre because i've never burned the way that i did in south padre um anywhere else (gasps) in the world i've had bad burns almost anywhere but uh that one those those are especially uh, um so i i can understand completely that yeah it's brutal 
Um, okay, so we're going to get into shout outs here in just a second, but let's revisit um, how people can connect with you online, um, your your website, which uh, uh, you stopped updating the website a while ago, but uh, you continued to update your Instagram. So give us both again real quick. Yeah, the website's itchydan.wordpress.com. I kind of, yeah, I kind of stopped doing updates there. I kind of just moved everything over to Instagram. I just find it's easier to kind of get things, you know, pictures from my phone to the internet Mm -hmm. quick and I can write a little, I can still write like a post about it and everything. Uh, And then the Instagram is at itchydan or at itchy.dan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I could probably also plug, uh, I'm a musician as well. Uh, so I should probably plug that. Uh, I have, uh, Instagram for that at Mad Lone Ruin, um, on Instagram. And then also have a band camp for that, Mad Lone Ruin dot com. Very cool. I, I saw one of the, uh, one of the video clips that you had of you playing on your, uh, uh on your primary Instagram. And it was, uh, it, it was quite good. I'm a, I'm a guitarist, musician, singer as well. And, and, uh, oh, awesome. uh and so I, I can definitely appreciate where coming from on that. Um, and that post was to highlight that you couldn't do that for quite a while because of, uh, your, the ailments that you were dealing with. So it's great that you're able to continue to get back into all of that and, and reenter life as it was before all of this became such a major thank you so much for being on the show we really appreciate you uh you coming on on with us and uh sharing your story i think that there will be a lot of guys out there keto or otherwise that will be able to find inspiration and uh the confirmation that's needed sometimes to say hey try something crazy it might just work um and uh, take your health in your own hands that's that's a message that we're we're sharing on a weekly basis uh alberto uh let's let's do your shout out real quickly i, I don't want to skip shout outs because they're really important but um but let's go through them real quick and then we'll we'll close out for the night all right plug your ears on this one dan <laughs> but, uh, our, mine is just just because it's obnoxious and ridiculous and i do enjoy obnoxious and ridiculous but a uh, member tony serrano who found rebel ice cream mm. for 99 cents <laughs> yes, a pint and bought 53 of them <laughs> <laughs> unnecessary and obnoxious and i like it yeah yeah I, you gotta uh, do that every once in a while <laughs> yeah i know people are preparing for the coronavirus by buying hand sanitizer and toilet paper and whatnot but i didn't know that ice cream could. Be i would stock up on ice cream yeah that that, that would be totally what I, I i could totally get behind that uh jim how about you um i have um two uh the first one is craig page who is new to the keto man's club and he writes that um i'm loving this place i just wanted to share my 11 month journey so far when i started to take life back i was doing the butter guzzling keto style mm-hmm. and walking around planet fitness not even knowing how to use most of the machines i crossed paths with one of our members uh, zach williams and got some real science on fitness and diet i'm looking forward to what this 50 year old will do in the next year he does not write what his numbers are but he went from dad bod to rad bod the dude ha- now has abs he's got a, a, a before photo it looks like probably him and his daughter um getting ready to you know play in the water and whatnot and uh then the after photo is him up on a ladder ripped so a big shout out to uh craig page uh for making the big change and a special shout out to our buddy uh john lesko who has a new baby in his family so i just wanted to give a shout out there to uh john for congratulations to him and his family Absolutely. And, and, uh, as of this recording, his episode will be coming out this, uh, coming up, uh, Monday morning. So, uh, it's kind of great timing to have his, uh, 
his un, previously unnamed chi- child, which was a, a comment that was, you know, made during our recording session, yep. uh, you know, out in the world and, and ready to go to KetoCon. Uh, so that's going to be uh, now they great. can get a ticket with the child's name. On. Yes. Yes. Now that's they, right. Now the child will have a name on this ticket. So uh, and he's a cutie. That's for sure. I am going to shout out. He, he's in our beginners group, but I'm, I'm going to be encouraging him to join the main group. He's been at it for six months. He's lost 50 pounds already. He's got, got about 10 pounds to, to left, he says. And he's looking amazing. His, uh, his name is Mark and he's in the be- uh, beginners group posted a, uh, a uh, transformation Tuesday po- a photo yesterday. He's done an amazing job. You can see him there happy in both pictures, but lean, mean and uh, looking, looking even more happy in that, uh, in that new body that is so he's done an excellent job so good job to you mark uh you you deserve upgrading to the main group uh in short order because you you're starting to master it if you've gotten that far um doing what he's done so uh great stuff all around any other business to attend to jim before i close this out um, as we said at the beginning of the show, please get your tickets for KetoCon. Um, keep an eye open in our groups and on Instagram um, as we start preparing for um, the weekend down in Texas. Um, we definitely want to get as many of our listeners and members of our groups together to uh, do some hanging out and eating barbecue and uh, chatting and whatnot. So uh, we'll, we want to we make that happen as best possible for everybody. So stay tuned for that. Yep. We, uh, we probably are going to put out a survey or some type of a hey who's coming so that we can get contact information create a group chat something so that we can all stay in contact during uh, during KetoCon and and uh, and all of that um, and uh, be able to uh, have some level of organization surrounding all of it because it's a madhouse uh, going to that convention and uh, just having a simple group chat for the men of that that were there at KetoCon this last year uh, that were getting together made uh, a bunch of difference for us to be able to uh, do that. And that group chat's still going to this day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yep. Um, Okay. So uh, the normal stuff that we, and I want to run through it real quickly. You can connect with us on social media. I'm Duckman uh, Keto on, on, uh, on Instagram. Jim is at Jim, uh, Jim Inman Jr. And, uh, and Berto is El Keto, LL dot Keto Cholo. There's the dot in there. And uh, you can connect with us there. Connect with us in the group. As a podcast, you can connect with us at Keto Man's Club Podcast. And uh, you can also connect with us via email, Keto Man's Club Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you just want to leave us a voicemail, it's easier to, to pick up the phone and call us. You can do so. 512-518-6161. You'll hear my voice on the greeting. I will not answer that phone. Sorry. It's just not going to happen. Uh <laughs> But there are a lot of ways to connect with us. Links to all of that. I just updated the links, in fact, um, and uh, at theketomansclub.com. And so you can connect with us in all of the places there, including use the link to uh, get from there for KetoCon if you have tickets to order. So definitely um, do all of that. Exciting stuff in the works. Uh, the, the We are just getting started around here. Um, parting shots. Last call. 
Call that voicemail line. Yes, call the voicemail (laughs) line. While you're driving, while you're walking, while you're running a half marathon, whatever, just call it. (laughs) I want 50,000 downloads by the time we get to Austin. I think we can do it. I think we can, I really think we can. I think we can. I think that's a good good thing. That's only 30 more. And we got, since we hit 20 the other day, like three days, Right, we're 500 up. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. could happen. Um, yep. It could totally happen. Okay. Well, that's it for this week. Until next time, make sure to eat meat, lift heavy, sleep, and repeat. Thank you for joining us for the Keto Man's Club podcast. Your support means the world to us. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Would you help us spread the word about the Keto Man's Club by sharing with your friends and family? We're available on all podcast platforms, so just search for Keto Man's Club and you'll find us. If you would like to connect with us, you can do so a number of ways. Our web address leads to our Facebook group, theketomansclub.com. That's T-H-E-K-E-T-O. M-A-N-S-C-L-U-B dot com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Keto Man's Club Podcast. Lastly, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out via email to Keto Man's Club Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for joining us today, and we look forward to hanging out with you again next week. <laughs>